You got what it takes to be a maverick To become a legend of the super pick Triple captain bench boost or a wild card It's not a double game week, these decisions are hard We've got 45 minutes on this podcast To guide you through so you don't come dead last But we know it's all about the differentials Or will you captain Salah again this week? FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks. Uh, my name is Ben, or, or Brookie as many call me, and this week I am joined by astound guests in Gaz and Jay Gwinster, a absolute FPL veteran. Guys, let's start with you first, mate. How are you? Do you want to give us a little bit about uh, yourself, what you do maybe for work? Because that's interesting. Um, and and uh, yeah, just go from there. Yeah, sure. So thanks for having me. Um, it's an honour to be on the pod. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I work for Melbourne City. So I'm kind of in charge of the pre-academy um, down here in Melbourne. So I work with all the footballers that are 5 to 14 years of age trying to get them ready for life as potential footballers in the future. Uh, so that's my role currently down here and why I'm in Melbourne. And yeah, I've been playing fantasy football since uh, the days that me and Gwynny went to university together. Um, so probably about 10 years and I've kind of obviously got an addiction towards it now um, <laughs> and kind of never do particularly well. Um, You're doing pretty well this year, isn't you? I think. I won it. I, I think I won it the first ever, like obviously in our private league i think i won it the first year and then obviously it's, that was about like literally 12 13 years ago now so living off my past success good stuff and Gwynny, you've been on before you're back again thanks for coming yeah. on mate. you're having a playing time at the top after your, your amazing finish last season as well yeah i don't know what i was just looking back now you can i don't know if you've seen on the app you can see your previous if you click on your name at the top um manager profile you can see your previous ranks so I think I got 58,000 last year and then the year before that, 43. So Whoa. at the moment, I'm just outside the top 100,000. But if I can finish in another top 100,000, I'd be happy with that. Consistent. consistent. Well, before that, it was pretty bad, to be honest. <laughs> Two million. I, I mean, I started taking it a bit more serious, I think, when um, COVID, just because I was bored and you've got more time, haven't you? So Yeah. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Well... Guys, we'll um we'll go into how we've done last week. We'll just go into a preview of the pod. So we're gonna be on a double episode, so a double game week episode for the lovely listeners. We're gonna go through our Maverick picks for uh game week 12 and game week 13. Um we'll have a brief chat around fixtures, um, a bit of strategy, maybe and some insight from from the guys, and then we'll jump straight into the Mavericks competition, uh, where Gaz and Gwynny are going to try and uh, stop the rot because it's 8-2 to the guests. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. But the guests were flying, uh, but I'm starting to pull it back a little bit. So if I can do well here, cool, it could be 8-4 and we're flying. Yeah, and then we'll jump into the Maverick captain and upset of the week. So maybe who's first out of you two? You know who's who's highest ranked at the moment? It's pretty tight. I think we're sort of. It's, I think uh, Gwynny after the last game week is now yeah. 
now two points ahead of me so yeah and i think you were two points ahead of me before that so it's been pretty yeah it's been tough. toe to toe mm -hmm. there's been a lot of copying going on <laughs> a lot of templating <laughs> go on um, you go first who's that sorry I, i've done all right i've got um well 47 points but to be honest i don't think it was very high scoring unless you got i don't know had a big captaincy and most people got harland you obviously got two points um most of my points actually came in the defense which i was a bit worried about because i had trippier against united and james justin and ward who both got clean sheets and they've been pretty oh, you lucky devil <laughs> well yeah i mean so i got he came off my bench as well i thought i had reese james in but obviously that injury is pretty bad um i've now just taken him out but yeah apart from that my defense was okay and tony got me 12 but everyone else really got two or martin only got three so yeah i think 47 i'll i'll take that because um i was a bit i didn't have the best team to be fair you'll take that and run mate yeah, yeah. that's all right average wasn't it yeah i think average yes is 46. someone got 116 but i think they triple captained tony or something it's a bit rash yeah, oh no, yeah. they, they didn't actually. No. Bench boost. Yeah. Um, Gaz, how did you go, mate? Oh, not too good. It was a tough old week. Um, 43, so below average. Uh, to be fair, what's that? 10, 11 game weeks in, and you uh, that's the second time this season I've got below average. So I've not been on too bad yep. this season so far. Um, but yeah a lot of red arrows uh which is obviously not what we're looking for um i was a bit torn to be fair obviously I had andreas on the bench um bournemouth at home it was a brave decision kind of knew that he was probably going to score points but couldn't take all the the big hitters out because i've got zaha bowen de bruyne and martinelli in midfield so you can't really put one of them on the bench otherwise you're wasting a bit of cash and obviously risk of them returning big so that that came to kick me and then also the the decision that i was playing with was playing danny ward against palace in goal because i had uh sanchez in goal obviously away at brentford in the first game so i kind of always try and swerve the first game if you can with the curse <laughs> and then obviously i got tony as well so it was double jeopardy with tony and uh sanchez but i went with sanchez he returned nothing and obviously ward returned the clean sheet so that was a kick in the teeth for me as well so not a good week at the office nothing worse than that no well lads i finally had a half decent week <laughs> <laughs> you had a, you've had a good couple of i think like the last three weeks you've scored pretty highly haven't you well let's put it this way gaz just enough for all the listeners that are listening for the first time we have uh, a sadness league and an FPL Mavericks league. The sadness league is for all the FPL uh, podcasters that are absolutely rubbish at the moment. And that's, uh, yeah, Cam is one of them. He actually aptly named it the sadness league. So I'm, I'm top of that. Um, I actually had Mason Mount, who oh, nice. Big my Mavericks Big. Last week. got a little bit lucky. Yeah. After, uh, that brain fart from. Um, What's his chops? I've just forgotten his name. Yeah, Martinez basically gifted him both goals, really, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, Mings. Mings, it was one. that was the header, wasn't it? Oh, Mings, oof. Yeah, it was a bad one, yeah. yeah. And Martinez is... Yeah. yeah. Martinez's positioning was a little bit off. So, got lucky, though. Know. Um, and other than that, Perisic and my defence came through. So, Perisic, I've been holding for weeks and weeks and weeks. 
he's been the most frustrating FPL asset. Finally got me um, eight points, and then Raya, Henry, and Trippier got me six each. So Flo. good week. How many did you get in total? Fifty-nine. Nice. That's that's. You must have gone up a bit after that. A little. <laughs> Only a little bit. I'm so far away from everybody else, Gunny. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was like, obviously, looking through here, obviously, looking at the top and uh, the Mavericks League. Me and Gwynny are obviously up there, there or thereabouts. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna, I've been scrolling for ages to try and find your oh. team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not been good, mate. It's a genuine struggle down in 85th place. Oh, mate, I know. But we're on the way up, Gaz. We're on the way up. Um, <laughs> good to hear. That's actually a good segue into the FPL Mavericks League. It's it's a it's a really strong league. Um, we've got Chris Bate up on six nine six, leading the way, and it's very tight at the top. So we've got uh, Matthew Charles on six nine one, um, Simon Hudson six seven eight in third. Um, we've got Andy Contas in six seven six, and then Luke uh, Whaley, the original Maverick, in six seven four with Gwynny and yourself gary in the top 10 so you know there's any what 10 points off from top there are you guys are down in 10 is that right no not far off there's about there's, there's, a, there's a good game week between me and top a very good game week that's why i like to see it so yeah it's, uh, it's it's very close um a lot of similar teams this year though isn't they like really a lot of similar teams especially like captains there's no like everyone's going harlan pretty much week in week out so there's not really much between all the top teams really so my theory is if you've got some balls you'll go against harlan soon but everyone that's doing well in the top at the moment has obviously gone with him so do you just stick to that theory i don't know i just think sometimes you know like the last couple of weeks when he's been getting 15 plus points a game week or whatever he's been getting you're going like if you don't go with it then you just you go so far back when he does hit big yeah that's why i'm in 85th i missed him twice playing <laughs> <laughs> um, on him yeah so well, coming back though well it looks like anyway a yeah i think he is. what did you make of him i thought he looked really good i mean i fell asleep i managed to stay up for about half of it which is a bit silly before work but um yeah i thought he looked really lively and he's playing a bit more central um and he could have scored a couple it looks like and obviously he scored patrick against rangers um he was getting in some good positions and he's been so good hasn't he for like the last three or four seasons probably more than that that i don't think he's gonna he's dropped off obviously the first sort of seven or so games but i think now he's looking good and it's only gonna get a bit of confidence and i think liverpool had a few injuries at the start as well and once they pick up i think they're gonna be they're gonna shoot up the league mm. eight from looking at the moment um, but i still imagine they'll easily finish well should finish top four you'd have thought yeah you'd hope so um i think i think they'll they've got a lovely run of fixtures which i'm sure we'll we'll touch on as we go over um next week's game week but while you're both on here both gooners both <laughs> my team leads um gaz talk me through the game mate how did you see it and, and maybe a wider question as well arsenal this isn't the real arsenal is it no we're fine i'll be honest um i mean i'm probably the only person um or one of the only people in the world that was absolutely delighted with the power cut 
because I fell asleep about five minutes before the kickoff. <laughs> Woke up after an hour and then realised that obviously the game had only been on for five minutes or so. So I was delighted with that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Leeds played well. Makes a nice change for you guys. Um, and <laughs> I, yeah, it was, it's one of them ones. Like we played really well, and I'm remarkable how many decisions went our way. I think over the whole, like th those couple of hours, because if you think like obviously. Um, a disallowed goal through to VAR, obviously an overturned red card, overturned penalty through VAR. And then obviously the City goal. I know I'm trying to get too carried away with Arsenal at uh, the minute and talking about title challenges, but it's just one of those game weeks where you're going like, City ended up getting a goal ruled out for VAR and then ended up losing the game, which gives us a four-point cushion at the top already. Yeah. Uh, just obviously those kind of things like breed a bit of confidence in the team and obviously give them a lot, little bit more self-belief and um so yeah it was uh it was a good few hours but obviously we got battered like your boys played really well um and we didn't deserve anything from the game i think yours x i was looking earlier xg was like obviously two and i was like more 0.4 uh but one of them game weeks yeah look i think it was a frustrate, frustrating game but i think one of the things that stood out for me was although leeds played really really well and, and they pressed high and and were aggressive um, just Arsenal's control of the game and and, and man management of situations um, just looked much better than than Leeds in general. I think we're a very young and naive team. Um, one of the things at the moment which frustrates me about Leeds is that we win the ball back, and although you know, unless we've caught it really in the high end, so you know, in your set centre backs, we don't transition quick enough. So if we if we catch you like midfield. We take so long to get it to our players that can hurt you. Um, it's just it's just really frustrating. And I think if we're going to stay in this league and accumulate the most amount of points, especially at home, we have to get forward. And then when we're in that, them forward positions, um, we just need someone with a little bit of class. And that's where we do miss the likes of Rafinha um, at the moment. Yeah, poor old Bamford had a tough, uh, tough day at the office, tough 45. <laughs> Well, I actually thought Bramford done quite well because oh, he, he was he was bullying us. He was giving us a lot of problems, and obviously, um, he scored that goal. Where it was, I mean, would you think that was a foul? It's pretty soft, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah but it's, I guess technically when he slowed down. But yeah, but, and then he—I don't know. I thought he obviously missed the penalty, but um, I thought Bamford caused. He didn't. He wasn't really clinical, but I thought he did cause us a lot of issues. Mm, I was in catch 22 for me because I've got Bamford in bingo. Yeah, I've got Bamford in bingo as well. I could not believe it. <laughs> obviously, I'm going like, oh, obviously, I don't want him to score. But then when he, when he, when when I saw, like, obviously, like when he's kind of scored and going like, oh, if Arsenal kick on here and win the game, then I've got another one ticked off and that's 17 done. So I was thinking I'm on my way to winning the bingo. So, but yeah, here's another dry week for him. So um, I'm sure he'll ever score. So still waiting for that one to get ticked off as well. Yeah, mate. It's um, it's looking dire for him, but we'll see. I think Leeds need to buy in the transfer window for sure. Um, Gwynny, who it just out of interest, who is the fan favourite now at Arsenal? I think there's quite a few. I think um, obviously Saka, he's amazing. He's he started playing well again. Martinelli this season's um, really kicked on. I think he looks like electric. 
Gabriel Jesus at the start, I think he looked like our best player, but I, I don't know, he's still he's dropping a little bit deeper now. I don't think he's been as far up the pitch. I think he's trying to get involved, especially against Leeds. We weren't sort of getting up the pitch enough, and he was dropping a bit like Lacazette used to do. Yeah. Um, and I think Ben White's done really well right back. I mean, everyone's really doing, and obviously because we were at top of the league, and I think Saliba as well has just been... I heard that he was good, but that's playing in the French league and obviously got into the French team. To be honest, I haven't really watched much of him. I watched um, him a bit pre-season and he did look really good. But then you're thinking, I don't know, sometimes they get a bit more time and it's not as, you know, Premier League pace pre-season. But he's been unreal, to be honest. I think he's been one of our best players. And also not just a good player, but having another option at centre-back, say, Gabriel, you know, he got injured. At least we've got a bit of cover now. Whereas before, if Gabriel got injured, I think he hates Tottenham or he got suspended and then we had Rob Holding come in. I think we just got a bit more cover now in all areas. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know, there's a few. Even Xhaka, there's, <laughs> there's a Xhaka song now, which um, I couldn't have imagined after that Palace game a few years ago. But he's, yeah, he's he's playing well as well. I don't know what's happened. Fair play, mate. And Gaz, you're... you're... Favourite Arsenal player at the moment, just before we move on? Oh, it's got to be Xhaka at the moment, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think, obviously, he's come out with a different man after the uh, the Amazon documentary as well. I think, obviously, kind of people seeing him in a different light um, than probably what they've seen before. So, seeing all the leadership qualities and things like that that probably they didn't really appreciate because you don't, obviously, see the stuff behind the scenes, do you? You see what they do on the pitch. Um, but then, obviously, he seems to have been a bit more mature now and then definitely doing all their off-field things and supporting because, obviously, we've got a super young team, second youngest team in the in the league. So, they need those experienced heads of Partey and, and Xhaka to support them. And I think, obviously, both of them are, are doing that. So, good times at the minute. So, hopefully, they last. Awesome. Well, what we'll do, guys, um, is we'll jump into the double-barreled Mavericks competition. So, um, what is a Maverick? A Maverick is a, a under 10% of differential. That's either going to um, fire you up the mini leagues, or you know, could easily uh, shoot you in the ass if if you get it wrong. Um, in the competition at the moment, as I've already alluded to, it's eight two to the guests. But with this double game week episode um of 12 and 13 and um, i'm hoping that i can bring it back to eight four so no pressure boys double points up for grabs <laughs> <laughs> gaz has already given me the nod that he wants to go first so um maybe we'll let him um what i'll do is i'll just uh quickly share um the fixture list for this week so game week 12 Gaz, I'll let you go first, mate. Who are you thinking for your game week 12 uh, Maverick pick? Yeah, here we go. Um, so, obviously, managed to shotgun first to avoid anyone stealing my player. Um, but obviously, looking at the fixtures, um, and I've obviously gone for a Bournemouth player at home to Southampton, South Coast Derby. Uh, under the lights, obviously, it's going to be a good atmosphere. You expect probably, surely, a home win. Um, so I've gone for Dominic Solanke as my selection this week as my Maverick. 4.3% owned on FPL. Wow. That is unbelievable. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to check that. He's still 4.3%. 
Yeah, but I think I was looking and I was, I was like, surely it was under 10. But then thinking like there's so many good – everyone nowadays, pretty much nearly everybody is going with a free striker option, right? So they're going yeah. big up top. And you've got your Haaland, so he's in everybody's team. And then a lot of people then obviously still got Jesus, got Kane, got Tony, got Mitrovic. So you're still kind of like – obviously you, you, you're spoilt for choice, if you like, up top. Um so then obviously he's kind of coming under the radar. Yeah, mate. Bloody hell, you're right. I'm gutted. <laughs> no, 4.3%. And then also, like, obviously it's 5.8 million as well. So you're thinking there, you're going, this guy is saving your budget as well if you're building your team and having your third striker, if you want to spend big on two midfielders. And I reckon that, I think that you're looking at it going, if you've got De Bruyne in your midfield, Haaland up top, or you could probably sneak Salah back in if you save money with having Solanke as your third striker. You can probably squeeze him back in if he hits that form that we expect from Salah. Here's a man that knows his FPL. I love it. He's on pens as well, isn't he? Sean, pens, corners, free kick, anything you like. He'll be on it all. Yeah, look, I think that's a great 20 point. points the last two game weeks. Like, it's been ridiculous. Yeah, he's he's done really well. And to be fair to Cam, he called him out um a couple of pods ago that he liked the look of him, whereas I was like, What? He only played one game or something. So um just to some of the stats uh, backing you up, mate. Um shots per 90 is having 1.6, um, which is pretty, pretty decent. Um he's XG is about 0.17. Um, so I don't know if that's reflected um in his performances in fantasy football as of yet but um you can see he's a very good pick and that is uh somebody that i'm gonna have to fight fire with fire with i reckon i think uh, one thing that i just picked up on as well was like southampton haven't kept a clean sheet since they played against Gwynny's local team of cambridge in august wow good start i know so they're obviously ship like they're not like shipping well obviously they did against liverpool but the kind of the, the the you're getting a token one or two, and obviously the way that Slanky's been playing, he's been involved with goals, either creating them or, or finishing himself. So expect some returns. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I've I've got a couple picked out just because I thought you know we could double up, but I'm actually gonna gonna fight fire with fire with a striker, and this guy's um, three point three percent owned, um, and he's a Geordie. Any guesses? Geordie. He's not actually Geordie. I mean, he's plays, he plays for Newcastle. <laughs> oh, well, I was looking at that. <laughs> well, there you go. Big Callum. Big Callum Wilson. Um, mainly because of the fixture, in all honesty. Um, I, th I think he's fairly cheap. Um, at, at home, under the lights, Everton, who... I've been good defensively, but I think this is the type of uh, game that tests their Premier League credentials. Um, Frank's got a tune out of them at the moment, but the way Newcastle are playing, especially at home with the likes of um, Bruno G, um, Almiron, after Grealish's uh, comments, lit a fire underneath of him, um, and then Trippier putting balls in for fun. Um, I think he's going to be a good pick. Yeah, strong. Yeah. As long as he doesn't get injured in the warm-up, I think you'll be all right. <laughs> He's made of knickknacks, that bloke, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, poor lad. Got worse news than Gwynny. When he plays, though, he's, he is a good player, isn't he? 
he got into the in i think he's done both acls yeah no it's top top player so yeah it's a good shout and home st james's park midweek you'd expect him to be all over everton wouldn't you yeah and they've got tottenham aston villa so look it, there's a, a, diff, a difficult game in between two nice fixtures so a long term um i actually quite like him um newcastle as fixtures go for, to the end of the season they've got everton tottenham villa southampton and chelsea so you think three out of them five games he should at least get a return or two um and at that price point as well i quite like it nice i think that's a balance balance pick so far solanke versus wilson we're in for a good show jay grinster who you got for mine's me mine's pretty rash i was a bit i was struggling a little bit um <laughs> so i'm gonna do a game of who am i you can try and guess him so he's played with some pretty good players so his past teammates include gerard milner gerard pk ronaldo ozil and chicharito is it actually you no <laughs> <laughs> he's been managed by ferguson and arson wenger and more recently grand potter big danny welbs yeah wow i think yeah i was looking at his stats and actually it's pretty bad he's he hasn't scored all season yeah um, it's an interesting choice for a striker <laughs> but he started nine and he's only been sub once and i was looking he's not got a great goal return the last couple of seasons either he's scored six in the past two seasons but he's only played sort of 20 20 ish games and i think if there's a game where he's going to score at home against nottingham forest could be it wow. yeah. solid yeah. two-point return yeah it could be that it as well. just doesn't get subbed you're going to get your two points for sure he could get right he's like 31 now so he probably could get rested um but yeah he's only 1.9 percent owned which might be and he's 6.5 million so He's pretty cheap, but yes, Lanky seems, um, and Callum Wilson actually seem a lot better than that. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, he slipped Gwynny a pineapple just before the pod. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, so it's a bold choice, that's for sure. Yeah, it's got it's got panic written all over it, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, I wanted a Brighton, but I looked at Trossard, he's gone up to like 22%. Mm. I was looking at the Brighton boys, to be fair. Um, yeah, I think obviously the defense looks good this week, doesn't it? So Forest at home. Yeah, Forest have conceded twenty-three goals in ten games. That's like nearly two and a half goals a game. And if he's if he starts up top, I think he's got a good chance of getting something. Surely, it it can be a long-term hold though, for, or at least for the next three games because Brighton have Man City, Chelsea. Um, so would you flip flap him in? Would you chuck him in for Forest, like a Trossard? Leave yeah, maybe as a placeholder if you want to get in, maybe Jesus or something like that. After, um, yeah. I know, I know it's pretty rash to be honest, but I just thought you never yeah. know. You just thought you'd give me a chance, didn't you? Really? Well, I don't know. I, I think he's I've seen him a couple of times, he does look like he's playing well, he's dropping a little bit deeper, but I, I think if you know, he could get a couple, yeah, you never okay. know. Fair enough. Well, I'm gonna go with um a leeds lad um who i've just been really impressed with um I, it's it's aronson um i think he's he's cheap he's 5.5 he's 1.3 percent owned he takes a lot of the set pieces um 
and he does seem to be providing most chances for the Leeds lads. So, you know, if the likes of Harrison or Rodrigo or um, even a Sinestra um, get on the end of something, I think Aronson's going to have something to do with it. He's not going to break the bank, but I think he could easily get like an eight-point um, haul, which could be a nice little differential. Um, and it can save you some cash if you did want to upgrade um, to a Salah if off De Bruyne or, you know, if you wanted to have a play around with some of the mid-priced uh, midfielders like upgrading a Madison um, or something like that. So, yeah, I think he uh, he could go well. What did you make of him? Uh, he looked really, I thought he looked good. And I thought that Sinistera looked good as well. But he's a little bit deeper, isn't he? So I think Arison for points return is a good. And I was just looking at the league table here. Leicester have conceded the most goals. They've conceded 24 goals. Um, and that's more than Bournemouth, who obviously, I think they lost 9-0 as well. So, yeah, and Leeds look good. I think just in general, they look good against us. But I think Aronson is, yeah, I think you called it actually on the maybe the first podcast we did together. Um, and since then, I've sort of been keeping a bit more of an eye on him. He does look a decent player. And yeah, 5.5, there's not probably many better picks for that sort of price. Mm. I reckon as well with Leicester, like I've seen them try and play out of the back quite a few times this season. Obviously, Danny Ward's nowhere near as good as what uh, Schmeichel was with his feet and kind of being pretty poor at playing out from the back. So Leeds' high press could cause them a few issues. And then obviously Leeds have, uh, Leicester got no Madison, obviously, this game week as well. So he's been obviously, everything's gone through him. So I think like it's one of them ones where they're taking the focal point out of Leicester's attack. Leeds go and press high. Uh, they might have a bit of success there. Mm. Just going off on a, on a tangent, lads, and, and probably more aimed at Gaz just because of your profession, mate. Um, Aronson's quite a slight, um, you know, unathletic player, if you like, compared to a lot of the players in the Premier League. But for me, he's technically gifted, um, really good movement and and is, you know, energetic. Um, is there a place for somebody like him in the Premier League? And how do you think he's going to go on the biggest stage if he does play England in the World Cup? Do you think he's going to be a bit of a thorn in our side? Potentially. I think, obviously, I think they've probably gone under the radar a little bit, the USA, because obviously they've got some talented players. If you look at a lot of their players now within the national team for the US, they've got quite a lot of players that play in Bundesliga. Um, and obviously there's one or two in the Prem as well. So obviously they've, they've actually got quite an established team compared to maybe what they've had in previous years. So... Definitely be a, a challenge for us because um, they'll definitely be fit, they'll be organised. Um, so that's kind of a given, really. Uh, whereas obviously probably against our team at the moment, especially at the back, probably causes a few issues potentially. But then in terms of him in the Prem, I think technically obviously his, his talent's undoubted, really. Um, I think we've got a similar player in Fabio Vieira at Arsenal as well, who's technically very, very good. But again, obviously a similar mould really in terms of very slight, um, but then at the same time, those kind of players, normally you see that for them to have sustained success in the Prem, they need at least that year to kind of find the feet and obviously get used to the pace and probably put on a little bit of size, um, really, mm. uh, to make sure that they're obviously, obviously can cope with it because obviously it is demanding. You'll see the test will be this week for them, the first time that Leeds probably this season will play three games in a week. Mm. Yeah, fair, fair, fair mate. Um, and in terms of uh, Melbourne City then, and for the listeners that maybe don't watch the A-League, 
Um, is there anybody comparable in the Melbourne City first team that you like the look of? Yeah, there's obviously quite a few of the um, obviously quite a few of the team now are Socceroos, um, but they've got um, probably the most exciting player in the team is Marco Tilio, who's a wide forward, a winger. Uh, top player, obviously, he's got into the Australian squad now, so hopefully he gets selected to go to the World Cup. Um, been used as more of a, an impact player in, in recent times, end of last season and start of this season already um, for Melbourne City. But we're confident, I'm sure, that when this guy gets a, a good run in the team and when he's obviously got a bit more experience, that he's a, he's a very fast, direct, tricky winger who can, um, can cause a lot of problems and Definitely one of them players that if he goes to the World Cup, I mean, he's kind of the kind of player that will go to a World Cup and come on and cause havoc for a defence um, on tired legs in Qatar. So you're thinking that obviously he could potentially have a good World Cup as well if he goes. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that he goes and definitely one to look out for. And uh, if he does well, someone like Lee's might pick him up. So exactly that. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. So I might, uh, might make a few quid. So um, that'd, be the, that'd be the ambition, I'm sure. Yeah, good stuff. Um, just one last point on the World Cup. Obviously, for you boys, you've got a four-point buffer at the moment. I think you'll hold that buffer going into the World Cup. I can't see you dropping many points. Have you got any big games off the top of my head? Um, we've got Southampton away, and then I think we've got Forest. Obviously, we don't play this week. So, I'll, to be fair, our fixtures aren't too bad. Um, well, they're actually pretty good, but I'm a little bit... I just think City, I don't know. If we can stay top going into the World Cup, I'll be open. We've got Chelsea away, haven't we, in yeah. game 15. Um, so that'll obviously be a, a test, especially because Chelsea are doing well. So if they continue how they're going at the moment, which I'm sure they will do, um, then it kind of obviously that brings you into a tough game. And then obviously you've got the City game to get rearranged as well. So where they fit that in, it'll be quite interesting. Mm. That'd surely be after, wouldn't it? You'd have thought. I'm not. I genuinely don't know. I'm not sure because yeah. obviously it's going to be tight for time either side now. So um, it'd be interesting. And then obviously, I suppose it'd be exciting to see how they get on in the games against PSV because I know it's only the Europa League, but PSV have have scored so many goals this season already. Um, so obviously got two tough games in Europe back to back now against PSV. So we'll have to play our strongest team against them to get results. And so most of your team will be going to the World Cup um is there a, there's only a couple that are missing is, is it like Partey? is he going i don't know you know that you say that but then obviously none of the brazilian boys got into the last brazil squad and jesus didn't get in or martinelli no none of them all three of them missed out mm. okay, uh, yeah. and then obviously if you think about obviously the england boys um smith rose injured now and obviously out of selection uh completely um the ben white didn't get selected well he's got to go surely he's got to go now I honestly don't know. He should because he can play centre back. So I can't see why he wouldn't. White's got to go. Ramsey will go, but I mean he's not going to play. Um, I think it was his third choice now after Pope played the last two games um, when Pickford was out. So he'll go, but he won't play. Um, but obviously for us as Arsenal fans, I'm pretty normally we'd I'd be it'd probably be the only chance of success that Arsenal got if one of our players went and did well for the country. But then obviously now we're going happy for them to stay at home and have a bit of a rest and uh, be fresh for post-Christmas. Yeah. And in, in terms of load, boys, do you think we're going to have a lot of injuries for FPL? I think it's a given, isn't it? He, 
I don't know. I was listening to something the other day, and obviously we were talking about um, which is a good point. Obviously, you know that token thing about England going to tournaments, um, tired off the back of long seasons and things. But obviously, we're going to the tournament this time so early in the season that they've just come off the back of pre seasons. Um, no, obviously tournaments in the summer, um, and then kind of obviously leading into what will be like obviously what. 16 17 games into the season then going to the world cup so like obviously they should be quite fresh so i don't think i don't know it'd be interesting to see obviously injuries coming back but i suppose it's probably one of the things to be mindful of is the like people that go far in the world cup and how that impacts them when they come back into the team because obviously they might get a little bit of a rest so they might like those couple of game weeks when we come back if they've gone far in the world cup then they might not play mm. yeah all right, boys. Well, nice little uh, interlude there. We'll jump straight into the game week 13 Mavericks. So just to recap on game week 12, we've got Solanke and Welbeck for the guests versus Aronson and Wilson for me. So I'm not going to lie, lads. I'm feeling confident, but we'll see. You boys have taught me out of Welbeck. I was quite excited about that pick. A bit of pressure on Dominic Solanke, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Gwinster, the main man. Do you want to start us off on game week 13? Okay, are we doing that before we're doing the upset, or should we just move on to that? No, no, we'll do the upset at the end. Okay, cool. So, I mean, this is going to sound awful, I think. We've already absolutely, well, you boys have already slated him. But um, he's a Leeds player. Oh. Another strike. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously he hasn't really um he's been injured for a long period of time, but I think it was two seasons ago he was really well, he you know, he was on fire, weren't he? He's on penalties and I genuinely, although he was not clinical at all against us, although he did score that goal that got ruled out. Um, I think yeah, you've got a fixture at home against Fulham and just watching that game like the atmosphere at Ellen Road and you know it could be a bit of rust as well he's only just come back from a long injury um Fulham as well have been they've been doing okay I think they're about mid-table but I think they still they've conceded 20 goals so still averaging two a game and I think yeah I think he could get a couple of points I know you boys aren't gonna like it but um yeah, he's only 0.5% owned. I mean, Benny, you'll like it if he scores a couple. Oh, mate, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> I am buzzing on all accounts. I'm just, for all the, the pod listeners, I'm just watching Gaz's expression and he's just, he's unsure what to say. Yeah, it seems like a one-man team, this. <laughs> Go on then, who is it? Well, Bamford, I mean, it's a bit <laughs> of a brave shout, isn't it? So, um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I like you, I like your optimism, Gwyn. I don't know. I just think if he starts against yeah. Fulham at home, he could easily score two. He could, mate. And I think this is his run now. If he's going to get a run of games, if he's going to show his Premier League capability again, it's now. If he doesn't, then he's just going to become, you know, I, I'd rather give someone like Gelhart a go because he looks exciting. Um, and I want to bring someone in, in January. So, yeah, this is for me. And I think all the fans that are. Are watching the games at the moment bamford's got to snap back soon and if he's going to do it it's going to be in these two games so it's not a bad shout mate i think leeds at home as we've already seen we played really well against arsenal and beating chelsea 3-0 so um 
I don't actually mind it in terms of XG and stats and things like that. Um, the blow needs to learn how to take a penalty. Um, and that's coming from me who missed one last season. Um, but yeah. Could, could yeah, he... I, thought, I thought he did look really good though against us. I know he obviously missed that penalty. I looked at his score and he actually got minus one, which isn't great. But um, comparing him to Rodrigo, who's on in the first half, and our defence has been pretty solid as well. But and um, he caused us a lot of of problems. So I think against Fulham, yeah, he's got to have a chance, surely. Yeah, I mean, I think Bamford um, is is good at linking up the play and can facilitate the likes of Harrison and used to do for Rafinha um but at Leeds the the squad that we have his functionality needs to be goals so um he'll be judged on that Gaz what were you making of this how do you feel oh uh, I can back Gwynnie I think he's probably put a lot of thought into it I'm sure so um we have to trust him I mean this is coming from a man I'm sure like one of his maverick picks earlier in the season was Kulaveski when no one was calling for him, and they obviously had a worldie, so yeah, trust Gwynny with uh, Bamford here. So, all right, love that. The lads, the guests sticking together, fair play. Uh, all right, I'll jump into mine. Um, I'm gonna turn the screw here. Sorry, lads, <laughs> I want this pullback. Um, no, I'm gonna go with Joe Gomez 1.7%. Um, 4.5, really cheap, lovely run of fixtures. Um, Trent's injured, he can play in the back line. I think he'll get points if he starts. Um, that performance against Man City and um, yeah, well, just Man City um, was really, really good. Um, and I think he'll he'll play and pick up points, clean sheet points, and um, will do all right for me. So, not much too, too much for behind it, other than. It's a good option for the guests that are listening that if you're doing to move some funds around, this would be the time to jump onto it. Yeah, I think a lot of people are probably planning wild cards as well, aren't they? Post game week 12. So he's definitely now he's got a run of games and hopefully in front of him with all the injuries. And he obviously plays for a top team and a, a cheap price. He's probably on the, on the lips of many people. Yeah, I, I like. I think he's good. Like, the only thing that I'm not sure about is if um, Trent comes back. So I think he came on right at the end, didn't he? Um, yeah, but he, I think he played centre back against Liverpool, and they had Milner right back. So yeah. you'd have thought, even if he does, he, yeah, unless they move their centre backs around. But I mean, with their fixture run, I think yeah, so he's only four point five. It's not even if he, you know, misses a couple of games, um, still so, got a ceiling. And he looks fit again. You know, whereas you got likes of Matip, um, you've got Canate who's not fit, Trent's obviously not fit, Robertson's only just coming back. Like hopefully he'll play. If he doesn't, then I'm screwed. So that's that's I might have that with Wilbeck as well, so don't worry. There you go. So it might be uh, <laughs> level on. Guys, yeah. mate, I know we're running out of time here, so do you want to But do yeah, it? no, I've gone for a genuine maverick. Um, but I am genuinely also uh, concerned that rotation could be the killer um, or anti-rotation in this sense because this is a guy that's not been playing very often um, but is doing well when he is playing but probably not quite quite getting the return so a bit like Gwynny's obviously conversation before about uh, D Welbs so I've gone for Jack Grealish Ooh. 1.2% yeah. 1. Yeah. 1. owned Really? 
Yeah, so obviously, kind of, he's not been getting a run in the team as much. Uh, however, I was looking before, his XG and his XA is currently um, higher than it was uh, at his last season at Villa. Wow, so he's doing well. So he's actually been playing really well and probably his best football. And I think he even said in himself last, uh, a couple of weeks ago, like in an interview, that he's never felt as though he's been playing as good a football, but kind of... The chances that he's creating, um, obviously, he's probably just not quite finishing with, uh, not getting that rub of the green when he's finishing. Um, and then, obviously, people aren't converting the chances that he's creating. But, obviously, if he keeps on that trend and then you, you hope your boy Harlan turns up and starts putting the ball in the back of the net rather than De Bruyne's passes from, but from Grealish's, then potentially have a good week. I like it, mate. That's a tough one to combat. Um I think I've been a lot. I've been a fan of Jack for a long time. I think he's got to play for England. I think he brings something different um, when he's in form that we don't have, um, and he plays with his heart on his sleeve. All right, his his party antics off the pitch aren't ideal, um, but there's a growing football in there that you know I think he'll only get better under Pep. So um, him and Foden could easily start for England at one point, um, depending on systems, um, but. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. Yeah, they've got the Champions League game. So they play, um, obviously, at the weekend against uh, Brighton at home. Um, but then they've got Champions League on the Tuesday night. They play Dortmund away. So that's my thinking that kind of Grealish will play in the Prem. And then against Dortmund away, they'll probably go Foden and then potentially like a Bernardo or a KDB on the wide right and have Gundogan and Rodri play centre mid in that Dortmund game. So yeah. I just think as though maybe... Mares and Grealish both get the nod in the in the game against Brighton, so it was a toss up between those two. Yeah, nice. And what do you think, Gwynny? Yeah, I like that because I, I was thinking of bringing actually Foden in. Um, I've done a bit of changing around with my team this week, and I put in Zaha um, just with the thought of either getting in Saka or Foden after the the blank. Um, and I was thinking just the Foden. I haven't really thought about Grealish to be fair, but. He's, I think Foden started a lot of games, but if Grealish, if he's cheaper as well, um, I just might... think that Champions League game kills it a little bit. I reckon they'll rest a couple of the boys against. Yeah. I think this is a thing now because even with Arsenal playing on Thursday nights, so at the moment they're putting out pretty strong teams, but there is going to be rotate. Even with this week, I've got Skamaka, and I'm worried that they might start Antonio and then start Skamaka at the weekend. Um, because I've just managed to get out 11 players yeah. with obviously no subs. So, yeah, and even Nico Williams. I, I think it's interesting this week, even if you've got players that are playing, There's, I think there's going to be a lot of rotation, especially for maybe for those teams that don't have as big a squads as City okay. or, you know, other teams that are used to playing midweek football in Europe. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think we've got to look at um, game week 13, um, with one eye on rotation, especially for them big clubs. Um, guys, you've alluded there, the Man City will probably rotate. Liverpool, I mean, to be honest, they've got a lot of injuries, so will they rotate as much as the big other clubs? Not sure. Chelsea versus Man United, can't see them wanting to rotate there, but they could. They're, they're doing quite well in the Champions League, aren't they? So they might not need to rotate. Yeah, pretty safe, aren't they? I think they're only maybe a point away from qualification or whatever, so... And the Arsenal boys, do you think you'll rotate? You're not Premier League's obviously surely the one that you're going to be putting your best team out week in, week out. 
Yeah, I think they'll rotate anyway in the Europa League like they've been doing. Obviously, because of the squad size and stuff, um, we've managed. To, we've probably had about three or four that have ended up playing in the Europa League as well as the weekend. Uh, but most of them get a rest, so they've kind of just been rotating who gets the rest and who hasn't. So um, I don't see much change to be honest there, unless we get any injuries. Yeah, fair play. All right, well, I'm torn between an Arsenal player and one of my original Mavericks that I like to pick. Um, and the fact that you've picked Jack Grealish, um, I'm going to go with my original pick, which is uh, Ian Bowen, the main man. Um, he's starting to fire now. Um, I think if he stays fit and doesn't get rotated, um, I know West Ham are in the Conference League, but surely they're not going to be focusing on that too much. Um, He's uh, 8.2. He's 5.5% uh, owned. And just the eye test watching him recently, that front three, Skamaka, Paqueta and him, I think they're going to start clicking soon. Mm. I genuinely think there's fantasy points in all three of them. Um, and Bowen taking all the set pieces and you know bursting forward, um, I think he'll do well against um, Bournemouth. Who's yeah. Surely their steam runs out at some point. Yeah, it's a good choice. Good pick. Strong. West Ham at home to Bournemouth. Bowen flying. Can't believe he's only 5.5% owned. I can't believe that either. Yeah, remarkable. Especially after, obviously, obviously not against Southampton, but the two game weeks before when you go in yeah, back on form, scored a couple in the Conference League as well. So, surprises only 5.5%. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if all the FPL community listens to this, it'll be like 10.5% by the time that comes through. But for now, I've got him. <laughs> Actually, who did you pick again, Gwynny? Um, Bamford. Yeah, so he's better than Bamford, isn't he? I don't know. <laughs> so we've got Bamford and Grealish for Game Week 13 versus um, Bowen. And Gomez, that's right, isn't it, Gomez? Yeah, I'm confident there, Gwyn. Don't know. Yeah, Gomez is a Gomez is a brave choice, isn't it? Really? Yeah, Gomez is rash. Yeah, Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I know Danny Welbeck for me. I had to even know with Danny Welbeck. So, yeah, I think that's two interesting ties there, lads. Yeah, I think it's going to be close. Solanke Wilson, I like that one this week. So both on the form and playing well and good fixtures so that, that's, that'll be interesting mm. all right well look i know we're running out of time so we'll have a quick fire round of um upset of the week and maverick captain um for each week so we'll go back to game week 12 uh, and we'll start with um maverick captain so anybody you like here lads danny welbert <laughs> <Come on. laughs> No, um, let's have a look. There's no Haaland, so we'll just say you can. Who's your captaincy going to be for this week? I'm in a free hit, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go f stick my neck out and go uh, Mo Salah. I've got Salah as well. Yeah, yeah. I've got Salah. yeah. But he's not Matt. If, if, he, if he hits, though, if he has a good week, and obviously not many people will be playing the free hit, or will have brought him in, so. It's one chance that you get to really make up some big ground. Yeah. Anybody else there that we like? 
Um, I think a lot of people have put Trossard in from what I've seen. I think there could be goals in that Brighton Forest game. Um, yeah, oh, I don't know. I think it's a lose choices, isn't it? Because obviously a lot of people have got Mitrovic. And surely you're going to be looking at captaining him if you've got yeah, him. Yeah, Mitrovic is a good shout. And even Zaha, I mean, Wolves are, Wolves are rubbish, aren't they, at the moment? So Zaha, like, if you've got him, you've got to be looking at that one with a bit mm. of interest. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, jumping into upset of the week for game week 12. Gwynny, jump straight in. 3-2-1. Brentford. <laughs> so I know Gaz loves Potter, but... um. Yeah, I'm going to pick uh, Brentford. Because I was looking at that. I mean, it's, it's some pretty tight games there. Um, and then I think the ones that are obvious are obvious. But Brentford at home, they seem to turn up against the bigger teams. Um, and I didn't actually watch the Chelsea game. From what I heard, the goals were sort of a little bit like Mason Mount scored a free kick, which might not happen every week. And then the other one sounded like a bit of a defensive error. So I think Brentford against Chelsea you never know yeah not bad mate Gaz yeah I was going to go Brentford as well but I'll, I'll switch it up and I'm um, I'm going to say I reckon that United will take points off of uh, off of Spurs so I'm going to probably say that one this week that United will take some points off them hopefully all being well fair I'll I'll really stick my neck out on the line and say Forest will do really Brian. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> you got any against Leicester, but yeah, look, I was thinking Leeds, but Leeds is a favourite there, surely. Oh well. Oh, so you let me have Leeds then? <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm switching. I'm going to Leeds. Um Game Week 13. Captain seat. Big man, the robot's back. Everyone's gonna captain him at home. Who are we going for? Yeah, Harland. Well, I'll I'll pick Harland, but you mean it was your Maverick captain. What would you go? Uh, maybe Bamford. I mean, I'm not going to put him in, but he. I think he could do well against Fulham. But um, in all seriousness, out of the players I've got, maybe Skamaka. Depending on if he, if especially if he's rested this week um, or plays a bit less with Antonio, I think against Bournemouth. Um, or Bowen, right? Who you've picked? That could be a good fixture for West Ham. Yeah, and Gaz. Yeah, I think Bowen's a good shout in it, Bournemouth. I think it's a good Maverick choice, and then also got him in my team. So if yeah. I'm looking at my team, um, but I am going to bring in Harry Kane on that game week if all goes to plan, because um, obviously he's been flying. So I'm probably going to start looking at captaining him. Um, as well so if i bring him in and spend all that money i might as well try and reap the rewards so probably look at him as well yeah fair um I, yeah I, I think i like that bowen i can't believe he's five five percent owned yeah it's going to change soon surely yeah got to um and then to, to finish us up or wrap us up uh <laughs> upset of the week Gwyn. Hoping Newcastle against Spurs. <laughs> I mean, Spurs, they, I haven't really watched too much of them, but apart from that win against Leicester, they've been scraping, haven't they? They don't really look too exciting to watch. Maybe I'm a bit biased, but I don't know. I'd like to think Newcastle could do something against them. Not, not a bad shout. Gaz? 
I was going exactly the same again. So <laughs> Quinn is killing. Me. Sure, mate. I was going Brentford, Newcastle. I'm going, uh, but I'll switch it up again. Um, I'm going to go early kickoff, bring Liverpool back down to earth. Notts Forest getting something at home in a big game. Jesus, game of the ages that one. Wow, his 80s, 80s throwbacks. Forest, yeah. Liverpool, massive game. That's it. Yeah, fair play. All right. Well, I will go Southampton. And with that, podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to give you some stick back after beating us like that. So, yeah, why not? Southampton. Lost there last year, right, Gwynny? Sorry? We lost there last year, right? Yeah. 1 0. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think we And to be honest, with these fixtures, because we've got. We're playing Thursday night because we've got PSV. We're not playing uh, City. We have been dropped. We look a little bit tired. Thought that against Leeds, or we're not playing quite as well as we did at the start of the season. We obviously scraped that Leeds win. So you never know, St Mary's. Well, that's the thing about obviously this the predicament. Of like obviously, even like I don't know, Champions League way 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 tougher. But then even like the Europa League, like same with West Ham playing in the Conference League. Um, like even though we're win against PSV at the weekend at ho uh, on Thursday at home and Arsenal go through but like our squad's not that big so all of the squad still has to travel because you play like putting nine people on the bench like when you're playing away games in Europe they still have to travel so obviously they don't get to proper rest they don't stay at home like they're still going to go travel and obviously sit on the bench and stuff so yeah it does have, have an impact on the fatigue and what have you if we are winning as well against Southampton I'd um, be telling Gabriel Jesus and uh, Saliba to pick up a yellow cogs. They're on four, and then yeah. the, the game after that's Nottingham Forest. Then they want you want them back for that Chelsea game because the last thing you want is they're missing Chelsea. But I think there's a few you got to watch out for that. Like I've got Tony. I think if he gets booked this week, like the Madison thing, he's out for um, the next week. So yeah. there's a few players now on four yellow cogs. Yeah, stage of the season now. Yeah, good yeah. call. Cool. I think Mourinho had done it once, then he got caught. Was it Ramos or something in the Champions League? Do you remember? A little tactical one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Mm. Well, lads, that was a very enjoyable pod. Um, Gwynny and Gaz, thanks so much for coming on. I hope you come back on again. Um, have a lovely evening and I wish you green arrows. You too. You too. Cheers. Cheers, Benny.